From Upstate Medical University, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. The Healing Muse is the annual journal of literary and visual art published by Upstate's Center for Bioethics and Humanities. Here to talk about the new volume 17 is editor Deirdre Nealon, along with two authors whose poems are published in this volume. They're both fourth-year medical students, Ben Casola and Giordano Gilman. Welcome to all three of you. Thank you. Thank you. So, dear Danielan, um, you share something from the Healing Muse every week at the end of HealthLink on Air, whether it's a poem or a passage from a short story. We like it because it provides sort of a thoughtful way to end the show. Um, but let's share with listeners why it is that a medical university supports a journal of literary and visual art. Oh, sure. Thanks, Amber. I love to talk about uh, Upstate University being the kind of medical university that says reflection is important. Uh, So many of our students and residents and interns undergo amazingly dramatic experiences, and writing is a way for them to process, order, figure out what happened, how they feel. And I think, as we'll see in this interview, we have two uh, shining examples of how what they see gets translated into something that the rest of us then can see, and it makes um, that circle of healing, I think, all the more possible and real for people. So tell me what the um, Deering Writing Award is. Oh, there was a professor here many, many years ago named Bruce Deering, and he was the president, actually, of Harper, what was called Harper University, Binghamton now, the SUNY Binghamton campus, and he was a lifelong believer in medicine and the arts being joined together. And after his retirement, SUNY uh, presidents are allowed to pick a place that they would like to go and do further research. And he chose the medical university and asked his colleagues in the College of Medicine if they would be interested in talking about writing, coming to groups, maybe sitting down and doing some writing. And that uh, translated into when he died, his friends thought it would be good to found a writing award that would encourage all of our students. And I don't mean just medical students, our nursing students, our College of Health-Related Profession students, and even the College of Graduate students have written for us. Everybody to try and think about, are there things that are happening in my life that I might want to write down? Neat, neat. And so this year, um, both Ben and Jordana are recipients of this award. Yes, they both won, and I think you'll see when they read why it captured our judges' attention. Okay, well, Jordana, um, you're a Rochester native who went to Cornell for your undergraduate, and you say you've wanted to be a doctor for almost as long as you can remember. Mm -hmm. So tell us how you work writing into your medical education. Well, I don't sit down and think, I'm going to write a poem today or I'm going to write an essay today. Um, I live and then I say, wow, a poem just happened to me. (laughs) And uh, I usually end up writing most of my drafts just on the notepad on my phone or on the notepad that I'm using to interview patients that day and they're usually very quickly written. They just fall out. Um, I'm not sure if anyone here has had that experience, but (laughs) they just fall out and um, it's not so much a conscious process, but it is cathartic and it helps me to realize really what's going on emotionally in the midst of my very hectic medical education. Neat. Well, your poem in this um, Healing Muse is called Balloons, A Short Story. Um, I'd like for you to tell us sort of the background of what happened that inspired you to write about this. I was working on the oncology floor at Upstate 
uh, as a third year medical student, which is a very stressful and confusing time in one's medical education. You have a lot of knowledge, but you also lack a lot of knowledge. <laughs> and I was trying to figure out where I fit into the healthcare team and how I fit into my patients' lives. And there was this, you'll, as you'll hear in the poem, there was a nurse who walked by holding a bouquet of balloons that appeared to have come out from someone else's room. And she handed them to me and she said, give these to someone who would like them. And it was a very awkward moment because there was a big question in the air of where those balloons had come from. Had someone left the hospital after getting well or had someone left the hospital uh, the other way? And on the oncology floor, it could really be both. So I sort of stood limply in the hallway holding these balloons and another nurse walked by a few seconds later and said, what are you doing with those? Like, basically you look like a fool and you can't give those to another patient. Um, and she took out her nurse scissors as every good nurse will have scissors on her. And uh, she snipped those balloons and uh, I just felt so deflated as those balloons ran out of air. So uh, it really highlights the confusion of being a third year medical student and trying to do my best, but just sometimes failing miserably. Well, now that you've got another year passed, do you think you would have handled that situation differently with in the year that you've had since then? Or do you think it would still have sort of a profound impact? I like to think that I've evolved a little bit, but sometimes these uh, instants of, of human interaction are confusing and uh, working in the moment and doing your best in the moment can be a little bit harder than in hindsight. So I can't say that I would have done better, but I know that my patient care has gotten better and I'm a lot more mm -hmm. confident in, in treating patients. Well, would you read the poem for us? Yes, this is Please. called Balloons, A Short Story. On the cancer ward, a nurse walked by with a bouquet of partially inflated mylar balloons that read, get well soon. She left them with me and told me to give them to someone who would like them. I stood there with the limp balloons, barely buoyant in the hallway air. A different nurse walked by. I asked her if she knew anyone who would like them. She looked at me with mild disgust, asked if the balloons were from another patient's room. I thought so. So she pulled out her scissors, arched her brows, pursed her lips, quietly snipped the mylar. Deflated, I threw them out. Thank you. That was Jordana Gilman. She's a fourth year medical student at Upstate. This is Upstate's HealthLink on Air. I'm your host, Amber Smith, talking with the Healing Muse editor, Deirdre Nealon, plus two authors, um, Jordana and Ben Casola. So Ben, you're a Hobart and William Smith College grad, and you say that writing helps you detach and observe your emotions. Um, has that been helpful during your medical training? Yes, especially in psychiatry, you know, uh, poetry and, and other writing can help remove myself from the experience and observe it, and also have an opportunity to share it with others and uh, deepen my, the meaning of that moment, even though it, there was a great deal of suffering. So um, have you faced situations that were difficult emotionally for, for you? And Yes, uh, I think, you know, uh, especially what this poem is based on and throughout dealing with people who've been who've had great deals of abuse or who have struggled with drug addiction their whole life you know those kinds of people it's very hard to understand what they're going through and by 
putting myself in their shoes and by writing about it, you know, it, it almost can taper what my reactions might originally be and help me to understand how I might be able to better help and empathize with them. So how do you decide what to write about? Well, it usually doesn't fall out as, uh, you know, you, I mean, in this case, I think it did. It really spurned me to start going at it. Uh, but I think usually I have to force myself to try to get these emotions out. They don't always come easily. And a lot of times it's trying and failing and uh, not giving up that, you know, something didn't turn out the way you wanted and compiling those. And that's what I've tried to do in the past and hope to continue in the future. Well, your poem is about performing CPR and witnessing death. Um, so talk to me about how you processed your emotions from that incident and how you got from the incident um, to the finished product of an 11-line poem. When it, what originally happened was that someone on our burn service uh, was uh, having extreme complications. They were having surgery in the room, and their electrolytes were so imbalanced that they were having... They were also, um, their heart was starting to stop and their blood pressure was dropping. And so we took turns doing CPR and that was an honor and it really, you know, was, took a lot more out of me than I expected. But what was uh, quite a privilege was that the person's pulse came back originally and I thought, you know, it's not because of me, but wow, isn't that amazing? I'm so, uh, you know, I'm so excited about this. And, uh, and then eventually, you know, they passed away and I was the last person to have my hands on them. And as their eyes kind of fell open and, you know, looked away, looked at me as the light left them, it almost was as if they were speaking to me and almost as if I felt closer to them and farther from everybody else. And I thought, isn't this an interesting experience? I want to understand it more and I want to dive more deeply into it so I can share it with others. Wow. Well, we typically end our show with a passage from The Healing Muse, and today you've agreed to, to read your poem for us. But first, uh, let me ask editor Deidre Nealon a few more questions. Um, where can people purchase a copy of The Healing Muse? Uh, you can go to our website, thehealingmuse.org, and all the information will be there. Tell me, you get submissions from patients, students, family? All over, Amber. Everybody who's had any kind of experience with healing the body, medicine. Uh, it's amazing. I mean, we've had people who serve as security guards in a um, nursing home who found the copy of the book and thought, well, I'd like to write something about what I see here. So it's, it's a great uh, opportunity, as we've heard from Jordana and Ben, for people to understand that your physicians, your nurses, all of the technicians, they are feeling deeply what is happening to you. And sometimes medicine's so fast-paced, you might not think that's true. But it's very obvious to me as I meet these writers, they're processing deeply. You, you heard Ben use the word privilege. Um, humbled. It's th they do feel that medicine gives them such an opportunity to be of use. It's quite, quite humbling for us. So, if someone listening to this program is interested in a submission, um, would how would they learn? Oh uh, yes, anybody can submit to the Healing Muse. You go to our website and you'll find the information there. We're using uh, a website called submittable.com, and that's a very easy way for you to. Uh, upload your artwork, your uh, essay, whatever, and send it to us. And you'll hear from us within three months. 
as to whether or not um, it's accepted. And we'd lo we love to hear from people from all over. So I think in this issue we have 31 states that are represented in five different countries. And this so being the 17th the year? The 17th year, yeah. So it's, it's growing all the time. We uh, have a hard time keeping up with everything, but um, there's special, obviously, consideration given to Central New York people. We love to see them. Uh, special consideration to upstate people, but everybody, as you'll see in the table of contents, all around the world. Well, let me thank um, both fourth-year medical students, Ben Casola and Jordana Gilman, and the Healing Muse editor, Deirdre Nealon, for speaking with me today. This has been Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and talk show, HealthLink on Air. And here now is Ben Casola and his poem, Staying Alive. Thank you. Staying Alive. You're not pushing hard enough. Crack, crack. His pulse returned to be lost like a love note. His last breath couldn't escape the plastic tubes within. He spoke through them with one word whose cardinal grasp left me motionless for a week. Please.